Welcome to our annual Christmas production. This year's theme is just simply called Jesus, He Shall Reign Forever. And so we are excited. To every guest that is in this room, thank you so much for being here with us. And First Church family, thank you for taking your time in a busy season to be here. And so we're going to start here. I'm going to pray in just a few seconds, but I just wanted to make sure that every guest, every uh, First Church family, that if you can find your seat real quick, we want to make sure that the aisles are open. Our opening song will include the kids and there's some moving parts and they'll be utilizing these aisles. So we just want to make sure that the aisles are wide open and clear of anybody or any distractions. So uh, please just quickly find your seat and we'll begin. But let's just pray real fast. And as soon as I'm done praying why don't we just clap and thank God for this morning and let's just get this started because I believe it's going to be an awesome time not just celebrating him but we'll get to feel him this morning and I believe something will happen that's powerful here is that all right Lord we're so grateful that this season is about you and what you started in this season coming to earth and the promise that you brought with it and so Lord as we begin to navigate this morning and we begin to sing to you that something powerful will happen when we begin to worship and all of heaven begins to engage with us here on earth. And Lord, this season that we celebrate, your birth, the start, the beginning of something great, God. Lord, let that be the beginning today for somebody, something great. Whoever's in this room, I would hate to think that we just focus on joy and peace and the Hallmark cards, but the reality is there are so many in this room that are looking and searching for something. Let today be the start of something fresh. Let today be the birth of a promise inside of them. And for that, we are grateful this morning. And all across this room, let's thank him right now. And let's believe that God is going to meet us here in a special way.
excited to be here for Christmas at First Church. I am so privileged along with everybody else that calls this place home to be able to have an incredible, incredible pastor. Are you grateful for your pastor? Come on now. Are you, are you just so thankful? I'm so grateful for my leadership. We are so honored. And right now, we want our pastor, Pastor Harold Hoffman, to come and speak to us. Come on, let's give it up for him. Thank you for coming. And uh, my heart is uh, very, very full today of so many things. I'm, I'm grateful to be alive I am blessed to have a healthy family around me. I am very, very grateful for the First Church family and the leadership teams. This is the first Christmas that uh, we are participating in a fulfillment of a 30-year dream to build a new temple. But most of all, I'm grateful for him. John chapter 12 records a day of fulfillment Prophecies were coming to pass at such a rapid rate that in just the next couple days, over 80 different prophecies would be fulfilled. Daniel's 70th week was happening right in front of their eyes. Zechariah, who had prophesied almost 500 years before, told about a Messiah that would come into the city riding on a donkey. Palm branches had been torn off of trees in Jericho, which was 18 miles away, and brought to Jerusalem, laid in front of him like a carpet. Hosanna, they cried, a word that simply means great joy. Hosanna, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. The Pharisees were going out of their mind with rage and jealousy. They simply said, Everybody just wants to get a look at him. The crowd grew even greater when a large group of Greeks who were there for the feast said to Philip, Sir, we want to see Jesus. And when you really get down to it, that's what Christianity is all about, seeing Jesus. I've seen men live with amazing women and As far as I was concerned, they never really did see them for what they were. It's like living in Michigan and taking the trees for granted and all of a a sudden a visitor tells you just how beautiful it really is and maybe you stop and stare at it and wonder for the very first time. My question is very simple. 
Have you, have you seen him? Have you seen him? Because those that have were never the same. Thomas saw him and all he could say was, my Lord and my God. Mary Magdalene said, I've seen the Lord. John said, we beheld his glory. Peter said, we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. The men in Emmaus said, our hearts were on fire while he talked with us. His majesty, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the fullness of an everywhere God crammed into a body. And for just a short brief time, the door to the throne room of heaven was open to us. How far away is the new Jerusalem anyway? Galileo with his first telescope never saw it. The Hubble never saw it. The latest and the greatest, the James Webb Space Telescope. They bragged that they can see all the way to the beginning of the universe, but they haven't seen it yet. Do you believe in visitors from outer space? I've been asked many times. Oh, yes. But I'm not talking about Roswell, New Mexico, or that mystical area of 51. I'm talking about Bethlehem. Deity and dirt, holiness and earth marinated together to give you and I a front row seat to the greatest show on earth. This is no run-of-the-mill Messiah, ladies and gentlemen. He was God in flesh, yet he allowed a minimum wage earning Roman soldier to drive a crude nail in his wrist. He was the cleanest man this world has ever known, and yet he defended a repentant prostitute. He sent men all through the world with nothing more than the weapons of bended knees and memories of a resurrected carpenter. I know you will enjoy this day. These people have really, really spent a lot of time. But when it's all over, don't just remember the child that was born. Remember the son that was given. God bless every one of you. said, um, you're going to have a baby. Oh, that was perfect. What else happened? Um, um, said to jo- um, the angel comes to Joseph and he said, it's okay. Did they go to Bethlehem? <laughs> I don't know all the time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did, where did they stay? Where did Mary and Joseph have baby Jesus? The day... There's no room for them, so so the sleep sleep with all the animals. What did the stable smell like? Yuck. Yuck. Yeah. So did it smell in the barn? Or was it really clean? It was pretty clean. Okay. Was there a bunch of animals in there? Yeah. What kind of animal? 
Well, what did you think? Goats. Dogs. Cows. Goats. Cows. Cows. What's a cow say? <laughs> so who came and visited after baby Jesus was born? Ed. Mary. Did a shepherd visit him? No. No. Oh, okay. Did people visit baby Jesus? No. But yeah, people visit him. The sheep shepherd saw. There was a shepherd, right? Yeah. Was there three the, wise men? No. No. It was the shepherd, shepherd saw baby Jesus. Yeah. And you know what? Three wise men came and saw him too. And they brought gifts. No, that was not it. That was. That was, that was not in our story. Oh. You know what kind of gifts they brought Jesus? No. Gold and... Yeah, I already know the gold. Who's gold? It's the gold. Little toys. What do you think they brought them? Gold. Mm, the perfume. The. They bring some gold to him. I think he likes gold and he brings um, something and... And something like freaking science toys. Um, what kind of gifts would you bring a baby? Those sucky things, like those. When they cry. A baby, I brought a gift that says, um, I brought a gift from my school and it's for, it's for Christmas. And Scarlet ate the chops off. Oh, I'm sorry. What else did they bring? I think he bring up the number of the little guys that said Murbies. You know, maybe the toy Murbies. Toy Barbies? No, toy mermaid. Oh, a toy mermaid. Oh, okay. I like Ariel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish you want a Merry Christmas. We want you a Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Christmas to us has been um, a great time of year for us. Um, it's uh, As Christians, we get to look at the birth of Christ and get to remember what he actually did by coming to this earth and robing himself in flesh. Um, so yeah, Christmas is a, a, a great time um, for family, for friends, for get-togethers. And traditionally for us, it's, it's been a great time with family. Yeah, a lot of like our memories are made during the holidays. We do gingerbread houses with the kids and bake cookies and decorate the Christmas tree mm -hmm. and do the elf on the shelf. <laughs> so yeah. it's a lot of fun for us, with the kids especially. You never know what what kind of memories they're going to have. When you look back at, at your life growing up and all the memories you had with your parents and, and those that you held close to, um, you know, life has a way of, of, of spreading us apart. And uh, Christmas is one of those times where um, our families can get back together again and just pick up right where we left off. And I really appreciate that of, of being able to get to see some of the family that has moved to other states and and it's just a great time of uh, friends getting back together and enjoying life. And during the most chaotic time of year, it ends up being the most peaceful. That's, that's key. That's key.
tongue must end And you never do So I'll throw up my hands And praise you again and again Cause all that I have is a For a heart singing hallelujah, hallelujah. I Oh, baby. 
sound a little strange, but uh, I think of it like a cluster of grapes. We know in the Old Testament, Israel, uh, they had been promised of a a new land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Uh, But up until they sent out the spies, it was just a promise. Uh, But when they came back with that cluster of grapes, they actually had something tangible to back up the promise of God. Christmas, we know that the Old Testament's full of prophecies about Messiah, about salvation, and uh, it wasn't until Bethlehem that we had something tangible to back up that promise in the Old Testament. Uh, New Testament talks about Jesus being the life. To me, it's the greatest story ever told, that life humbled himself unto death so that dead people could be raised to life. It's a a miraculous story, and and that's what Christmas means to me. Yeah, and I think to me, um, Christmas means, you know, celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I know that can sound so cliche, but, you know, just like He came to be a gift to us, it's the perfect time to be a gift to others.
to my younger self what Christmas meant, it would be about presents, tons of presents. But now that I'm older, I realize that Christmas is more about giving and sharing the love of Christ. In this time, I know we're supposed to share the love of Christ with everybody every year, but during this time, I like to share the love of Christ with people more and more. So to me, my older self, Christmas is about sharing Jesus. To me, Christmas is all about food and family and spending lots of money that we can't afford and Jesus. Jesus, 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 teacher, rabbi, with authority, speak parables and enlighten our eyes. Jesus, taught the pearl of great price, marriage feast, mustard seeds, so accurate and precise. Jesus, taught the seed and the sower, the field with hidden treasures.
time, I wonder if we could just begin to worship just for a few more seconds. Come on. He's in the room. He is here right now. Come on, clap your hands, all you people. Shout to that name, Jesus, the only saving name, the only name that can bring healing, the only name that brings freedom. Come on, shout that name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, man, it is such such a power that's in this room right now. And uh, anytime you start mentioning that name, Jesus, which is what this whole program, this whole thing, this whole day is all about. We were just out, uh, out of town a, a couple days ago, and uh, pastor said, he said, this Christmas season is just like, an, like a huge onion, and it's multi-layered. It has so many different layers. You know, the starting layer will be the, you know, the things that we place, Santa Claus and you know, the kids and the gifts and the wrapping paper and the food. And then you, you tear that, you tear that off and then you get closer to happiness and love. And then you tear that off and you get to your family. And then, and if you just keep peeling back that, 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 that multi onion, if you will, uh, at the core of that is the most beautiful, most wonderful story ever told, ever told simply the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. How many people are grateful for that in the house? Thank you, Jesus. When I think of Christmas, that's what I think about. What do you think about? When you for think me, about Christmas? Christmas is just a time to really stop and realize the true reason for the season. I know it's so cliche to say that, but I think throughout the year, for me at least, I can get so caught up in the busyness of life, going from one day to the next, one weekend to the next, one month to the next, checking off all the boxes and the lists and everything that we have to get down and do. And it's like, it might be a little unbiased opinion, but for me, Christmas time is kind of like a heart check. You know, like, what are you really living for? What are you really doing this for? You know, all of the presents and the gifts and the decorating the tree. I have to give a little confession. Eli was not excited to decorate the tree this year. And I was so sad. But it was like, you know what? It's not about that. It's fun, yes. But it's not about all that. It's about spending time together, understanding the reason that God came and robed himself in flesh and to live among us. And so for me, it's just kind of like a, it's just a heart check, a mind check, a spirit check of what are we really living for? Amen, amen. And with that in mind, we have a song that we're going to sing here in a second. It, 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 it's a song that is completely centered around the scripture in uh, Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. It's, it, it gave a promise that a baby would be born of a virgin and, and his name will be called Emmanuel. That being interpreted, God with us. I, I, I have no doubt that God is with us here today in this room. But if you need God to be with you wherever you are, I wonder, just in, during this song and this, during the rest, the, the, the duration of this program, I wonder if you just lift your hand. I want you to just begin to say, Father, I know that you came here to be here with me, God, and that's your name, Emmanuel. God, you are with us. Therefore, you are worthy to be praised. And I will lift up your name at all times, God. Hallelujah. Who is this child who reigns above the angels, Lord, of all? 
when Christ came down um, to be born among us and live among us, he had been with humanity for the beginning of time. He knew all of our struggles, all of our sins, everything that he would go through coming down to earth to be among us. He knew what rotten human beings we could be. Um, he knew all the mistakes we had made up until then. Even after his death, he knew the mistakes that would be made after and how many people would still be lost even after he died for our sins. He still cared so much about us that he still was willing to come down and be born and to live among us. I think that's why it's so special for us and it being about others. If he could do that, the season represents a new start for so many people. It represents so much. How could I not invest in somebody else? How can we not invest in our families and first church, our community? It's, it's the example of Christ living season after season. It's knowing that you're going to deal with humanity, my own failures, things that we have to deal with day to day, and yet I will always continue to invest in others because yeah. if I'm going to be Christ-like, then I have to start where he started from. Mm -hmm. And that's getting in the dirt with everybody and continuing to love others through every season of their lives. And so for us, yeah, yeah that's what Christmas really means. It's, it's others. It's about not being self-centered and pouring into other people throughout this season and any season in their lives that they need us to. Yeah. So that's what it is for us. Just my 
that name today. Thank you, Jesus, for that precious name. Thank you, Lord. This is our last song for today. And I just wanted to give an invitation to you. I know that a lot of times Christmas programs are, you know, you come in and it's like really cool to enjoy. And you have moments of, you know, oh, wow, thank you, Jesus. You know, that really touched my heart. But I want to invite you, if you feel like you have not had that moment today with God, now is your time to do it. We've sang a bunch of cool songs. We've heard about what Christmas means to different people. The kids have been really awesome. But now is your time to connect with the king of the world. And so if you will, let's just say one more prayer and ask God to move in this place. Jesus, we need you here today. I open my heart and my mind to you, God. Whatever it is that you want to do here and now, God, here I am, ready and waiting for your presence to come and dwell inside of me.
worship this morning. We're here for you and you alone. Show me just how real you are. Fill me up. This is our praise to you, God. Your name.
his name shall be called Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And during this season, in this season, sometimes there can be a lot of love and gifts spread around. But there are times also that it can be lonely. It can be lonely for some. It can be a sad time for some. But if we look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, our hope is in him. And if we cast our eyes upon him, he will fill us with joy overflowing. And that's what you're feeling in this presence today. That presence, oh Lord. Hallelujah. The manifested presence of the Lord. And if you call upon his name, he'll manifest himself. It's not just that you know that there's a God. You don't, you know that Jesus came and died for your sins, but you feel it. He manifests himself to you. He shows himself to you. Praise God. I'm so grateful and so thankful for our ministry team. In fact, uh, Harold and I uh, were traveling this weekend and, um, I just had to call the team. I tried calling everybody and everybody was so busy, nobody answered. Finally got a hold of Pastor Mike and I just told him, I am so thankful for our team. I'm so thankful for the ministry that we have in this church. John and T and what they provide. Every one of our ministry staff provides something different. Bianca and Kento, Josh and Marcel. I call Marcel my twin, even though we really aren't anything alike. <laughs> I want to be more like Marcel when I grow up, that's why. I'm so thankful for Draylen and Kelsey, Pastor Draylen and Kelsey, and the great work they do. The heart that they have, the energy that they bring. It's such a gift, guys. It's such a gift. So grateful. And so grateful that somebody's come along and helped us to be organized and to lead. <laughs> so thankful for Bridget and Mike. Pastor Bridget and Mike. Thank you, Pastor Lord. Mike Thank you, Lord. Bridget. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you. I worship you. I worship. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We have so much help, and I'm so grateful. And so grateful for First Church. I tell people wherever we go, when we traveled, we didn't hear some good things about saints sometimes. But when we go away, we're always bragging about what great people, First Church people are. True Christians, and I so appreciate that, guys. I so appreciate the true faith that we have in Christ Jesus. Are we perfect? No. But we really do have a true faith and believe in the Lord. He is our hope. He is our salvation. Precious Jesus. I asked her if she wanted to say something and she said no. <laughs> But uh, on behalf of my girlfriend and I, First Church people are first in our hearts. And it's an honor to be asked to serve you. 
Would you put your hand together for some people that no one ever talks about, but they're at the back of this room. And boy, they do a great job. There's over 900 buttons and knobs back there, and I promise you any one of them could give us a very bad day, and uh, they do a great job. Lauren, where you at? so many different moving parts that go to make something like this happen. I want to thank everyone on the creative team and the production team, all the singers, all these amazing kids that were up here. Amen. Gabby, who's always swinging and moving. and I don't know how she... <laughs> uh, I, heard, I heard someone... Uh, I'm dating myself, but years ago there used to be a dance duet, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, and they said uh, Fred Astaire was a great dancer, but Ginger Rogers did everything that Fred did, only she did it backwards in high heels. And uh, I don't know how Gab does that with them heels on, but uh, she makes it look effortless. Now, there are an awful lot of bended arms and ovens that have been on for the last couple of days. It's out there in that lobby. I can't promise you that it's low fat and high protein, but I can promise you it's very good. Please stay. To all of our First Church family, we're delighted that you're here. The people that watch us online from all across the country. If you're visiting with us today and you need a church, we'd like to offer our services to you. Come and help us. We're building something here that brings glory to the King. We'd be honored if you joined the team. Amen. Let's put something on the map here that's going to make a difference and have a footprint around this world. We believe that. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for the honor and the privilege to walk with you and to know you. Master, I ask you that you just sanctify the rest of this day. Let it be a great time of fellowship, time with friends and brothers and sisters. Let these people safely go home. Give them a night of rest and let them wake in the morning refreshed and grateful that we had the privilege to begin our week in your house, exalting the King. We ask these things in the mighty, magnificent, resplendent name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we call it done. Amen. God bless every one of you. Please stay around. Please eat that stuff all up, will you? God bless every one of you. Have a magnificent day.